2: Restrictions all apply. See website for details,
3: ladies and gentlemen. We have a new champion, but I'm better than you, and you know it.
1: DMD,
4: acknowledge
1: me. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision, and we want
3: the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy heard
5: worldwide what's up everybody welcome to another episode of wednesday worldwide worldwide a proud member of the faction known as the ringer wrestling show my name is ben cruz and i'm a producer here at the ringer and with me as always are my tag team partners senior editor at the cal davenport and of course the super producer here at the ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. Brian, Cal, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, you, you, hey, hey, you, look, you, look, you look refreshed. You look re-energized. You look yeah. uh, reinvigorated. You look like Cody Rhodes when he came <laughs> back to WWE. Uh, we uh we 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 missed you though. How was the time off?
6: It was good. I actually it was I was talking to someone the other day, and it was I was off and it was great, and you got the you know be at the beach and you know crack a crack a beer for breakfast if you want but uh yeah what, what, I, I had so much wrestling fomo like you don't understand like you know ring of honor <laughs> was, had willow nightingale in the main event in my hometown like i was i was sitting there friday night on the on the the shouts out to the wi-fi out of town and uh just just getting the, the rundown but uh it was it was great to uh be away for a bit. And you guys did, I, I, I heard a couple of great worldwides on, on, so on, was, on last week's I, show. So that, uh, that was, that was my next question to you is, you know, Hollywood
5: and Shoemaker had to fill in for you yeah. for the, for the welcoming and outgoing worldwide. So mm-hmm.
6: what were your ratings for each of them? Cause they, they really went
5: for it. Both they
6: really went for it. I mean, you know, I, I can't, I can't rate the squad anything under than H just because of, you know, it's just for the love of the yeah, squad. You know what I'm saying? Um,
5: uh, Don't gosh. be diplomatic about it, man. I'm Rate not
6: them. being, I'm, I'm, I'm. My this thing. My I'm a go shoemaker, like nudges, uh, Hollywood out. Just <laughs> it, it, The spirit there, you know, I, but I like, cause Brian, he, he worldwide, like he came <laughs> right in there. Like, you know, I, I like yeah. the enthusiasm of his worldwide, but you know, the 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 OG the triple OG he did this thing on that one but again it was all go. love i appreciate i appreciate you know you guys keeping that going cuz that's what the the squad out there listening to us that's what they they're watching smackdown and they're saying world world I, we see y'all on the twitter when y'all do that i love that well i guess it's x now, yeah that, no that's another conversation i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm <laughs> sorry twitter um, gang for life twitter <laughs> twitter gang and no gang
5: yeah, that's how, that's how we're doing it out here. I I do remember minutes before the show, I realized, I, I, obviously I knew you were going to be on. And I was like, who's going to do the worldwide? I really asked myself that out loud. <laughs> and I, I messaged, texted Brian immediately. Like, yo, you got to do it. You got to do it. And you got
6: to step up and I, do it.
5: I was a rude host and didn't offer it to Dave. So that's why we let him do the <laughs> so, album. Love I love it. Everyone got their taste of it, though. I appreciate yeah, you. Know, you' was about to sign off the call. I, I just quit the pod right then and there. But.
4: The crew Appreciate is back y'all.
5: together Indeed. on this Wednesday. And let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines. You know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. And whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly, let it fly. First up, Bret Hart offered to work as an agent in AEW. But AEW only wants him as a manager, Cal. I'll kick it to you since you had the week off. Uh, what's up with this? Brett's <laughs> offering to work
6: f- for AW, and AW only wants him in one specific role. I mean, it's it, you would be surprised. I it, I think it kind of, it kind of should put where I, I don't want to be disrespectful, but like, I, is that is that how they view Bret Hart? You know what I mean? Like, because there's a lot of sure. people in that company who they're they're rocking pink, pink stars or pink hearts and whatever they are do. They're paying homage to Brett during their matches or several matches move after move is from all they, like, there's a lot of influence of Bret Hart for particular wrestlers in that company, but it's a company where Jake Roberts is there in a managerial role. Um, Arn Anderson has been there in a managerial role. DDP back at, way back before, you know, AEW was really a thing, he was doing stuff like that with Cody Rhodes. Yep. Like it was, it's not like this hasn't happened before. Christian yep. is doing great work as a manager of a he, he's holding up the time. That's my title, you know. Like this, I'm not surprised, but uh, I also don't think that AEW is getting a lot of input from those individuals in particular. They may be influential on the people that they're managing for AEW, but I don't know if Tony Khan is sitting down with Jake Roberts trying to get, you know, finishes or, you know, trying to figure out how to book, you know, these these storylines because he's, A, doing it on his own and, B, he's got young bucks and Kenny Omega and uh, th- th- I think there's other people he would want to tap into for that base, just based off of the way they're trying to present the product. And it's not a diss to Brett but it's just that's just not what they're doing. So it but it, it again it's just the question is is that how do they view Brett Hart cuz they just look at him as yeah. a right. classic talent.
5: And I mean, Brett, does that make sense to you though? I mean, as as great as Brett is and when we love him for it, No, not the greatest talker, and especially as he's kind of gotten a little bit older. um, Is this the right fit for him to be a manager as opposed to an agent? So
0: I think he would be better as an agent, but I do think, like Cal said, how do they view Bret Hart, right? And at first, when I first read this, I was like, oh, come on. What is wrong with y'all? Why wouldn't y'all want the greatness of Bret the Hitman Hart? backstage, given his influence. But then I thought about it. And I said, you know what? Maybe they want to keep this mystique. And they always say, you don't want to meet your heroes. And in some case, let's add mm-hmm. to that. You don't always want to work with your heroes. And, mm-hmm. you know, like Kobe Bryant's my favorite athlete, right? I've known people that I used to work with that's worked with him before his, you know, untimely passing and said it was intense. So I think yeah. about that and I said, knowing how we hear Bret Hart say that's not wrestling. You imagine him being backstage with the Young Bucks and they want to do 80 million super kicks. He's already gonna have a <laughs> bad taste in his mouth for the super kick. But he's probably saying, Yeah, you know, maybe y'all should tell more of a story this way. Tell more of a story that way. Because right. the thing I've learned, I'm a huge documentary consumer. I've been on a dark side of the ring kick. I've been on a untold Mm, kick lately, and the thing I've Mm. learned is everybody thinks the way that they've done wrestling at the highest point of their careers is the right way. So, where we as fans think whatever era we grew up in, where we first fell in love with it, is the best. The wrestlers and the agents feel their way is the right way. So, I'm thinking maybe Brett is going to be the person. He's going to try to make them tell more story more selling, more emotion, lay it in thicker, where they want to have more car crashes. And right. neither way is wrong, but at the same time, maybe they're actually protecting Bret Hart from himself because Ooh, at the end, he damn. may end up hating them, hating that he ever took this job. So maybe they have the forethought to protect Bret Hart from himself. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's
5: a good that's a good point, you know, kind of looking at it that way. Yeah. My whole thing is obviously they want to use him in a front-facing manner, mm-hmm. which I totally get. It's Bret Hart, right? He's mm-hmm. one of the he's one of the goats. And right. if you have him at your disposal, why not put him in front of the camera? <laughs> um I just I think if he's offering to work with you in any capacity, you take mm-hmm. it and then you build on that. I you understand. know what I mean? Th- then eventually you say, be a man. You, hey, you know, great. Come, come, be an agent. Hey, let him do his agent thing. Let him get his feet wet. Let him get a feel for the product. Because you know, I'm sure yeah. he's not watching every single week. No. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if you throw him out there just as a manager, and you you know, and he's got to figure it out. I don't know if that's putting him in the best position or the that that's the best use of him either. you take mm-hmm. it and then you build on that. I you know understand. what I mean? Th- then eventually you say. Be a man. You, hey, you know, great. Come, come. Be an agent and hey, let him do his agent thing. Let him get his feet wet. Let him get a feel for the product. Because you know, I'm sure yeah. he's not watching every single week. No. You know what I mean? Whereas, he- it's like, if you throw if you throw him out there just as a manager, and you you know, and he's got to figure it out. I don't know if that's putting him in the best position or, the, or nah. if that's the best use of him either.
6: What you just said and what Brian said are kind of meshing for me because I think you're right. I don't know if right now I would want Bret Hart. Who who's, who would he be managing? Uh, Aussie Open or somebody like like what what? Who would they put right. with him? Will Osprey, something like that. It would have to be like a certain type of performer for him to be guiding. Mm-hmm. If he if they already feel like he's not the best talker, and there are, there are a number of people who feel this way, um, and they then feel like he may not be up to speed on what's going on today, they may be trying to save him from himself. And sometimes that may be offer him something that we know he would scoff at.
4: Mm. So
6: the blow is that versus I, I was in as an agent, because I, I I will say I've seen rest, uh, it, wrestling with shadows for so, so many times over the years. Bret Hart would want to be Pat Patterson. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they would want mm. that type of person backstage. So it's it, it's one of those situations where maybe the, you know you let someone off gently because you don't want to be two three years in and then have Bret Hart who he's still beef with Goldberg. You, you, if you say the wrong name <laughs> around Bret, he might trip out. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to have that type of war after you know you guys being you know together trying to work on a relationship professionally over a couple of years. So, and I'm not that, that, that's a, it's a great theory. I don't know if that's what happened, but I'm not surprised if it was just, we don't want you as an agent, but manage whoever I manage mean, Orange Cassidy. I don't know who they would put him with.
5: You no, know, no, I see what you're saying. It's just, you know, you don't want to get into a long-term thing and then it just gets dicey for both mm-hmm. sides, but why not sign into a short-term deal? Kind of similar to what they did with Regal right he was there for mm, what a year yeah. a year in yeah. change and he did his thing and he got out um, yeah they, they, they left on amicable terms and he went back to WWE so and you know regal regal was great you know unsurprisingly you know regal was great so right not to say brett would be better as an agent than mm-hmm. a manager right. but test it out you know i mean? hear you.
6: no I, I hear i don't, i know i, no, I so, like the idea of you know if you've got if you've got the talent put them on TV or if you can get the talent, put them on TV as opposed to having them in the back. Because what does that mean? I feel you. I feel you.
5: Yeah. So I get it. But I mean, again, if if the hitman came and wanted to work in my wrestling promotion, <laughs> whatever job you want, man, just give me a pair of your sunglasses and we're, uh, we're, we're good. Next up on high spot headlines <laughs> reportedly LA night. Is in line for a big push, despite being quote bad at backstage politics, Hollywood. I'm gonna throw this to you because apparently you're, I, I hear on the streets that you are very good at backstage. Politics.
6: Wow! <laughs> what are
4: <laughs> take, take that a couple what, of different ways, Hollywood? What
6: are what
5: are the backstage politics that La Knight is quote bad? At"?
0: So I heard that there was tension backstage, and he like, kind of rubbed some people the wrong way. In his first run. Uh, However, he did come back and fix that. But I don't, I can't imagine him politicking, you know, just for the simple fact he just kind of got back there, just kind of got on the main roster. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. What kind of backstage politics could he do, you know?
6: Why would he need to? Why would he need to? mm
5: -hmm. Right. I mean, I understand, like, respect is a big thing in the locker room. You know what I mean? Uh, If any documentary you'll watch, um, you know, wrestling related, that's that's one of the terms that comes up a lot when you're talking about the locker room. But I mean, I'm just trying to understand, uh, to your point, Brian, what is it exactly? Because it's such a broad. Obviously, it's a report, Mm -hmm. so you know, and you got to take these things with a grain of salt. But usually, with these things, it's oh, he has heat with X person or heat with creative. Right, and it's just what. What does this mean that he's bad? At, Cal, do you have any insight on, on <sighs> what you think this could mean for, um, for it, LA night?
6: It's it's one of those things where like it could be something as simple as like, did, like because it's it's always a root thing. Like, did he not shake somebody's hand? You know, did he like rush? to grab some food before the, you know, like somebody was supposed to get food. Like there's always something or if like, you know, they just look, there's, I, there's certain ways that I've always, you've always hear about how people should be conducting themselves. Um, especially when then talking to, uh, creative and, and, and dealing with your coworkers. And, and I don't know if some people feel like, cause I guess the other thing too, is because these are where, where these reports come from, where they come from. You can't also rule out somebody not liking LA Night and sure. knowing a reporter and having a conversation, and then based off of that person's kind of skewed vision on that person in general, it becomes oh well, this guy's a bumbling idiot. Like I don't know. Again, I have no insight on this at all, but it's uh, it it could be anything. And I think the the flip side is is the funny. Well, the funny part is all I hear is how over LA night is with the people. Again, we've mentioned it numerous right. times. We walking out of sofa, my feet were hurting on. Yeah. And like that, <laughs> it, it, it just kept, it just kept you going. It was like you adding 10 HP or whatever. And I I heard reports from, from shouts out to people at Cure Insurance Arena during death before dishonor LA night. Yeah. chants were were happening in the building there. No business happening. <laughs> there were no WWE people there at all. It, but that's, right now that's one thing that people are into are people just into that I don't know I don't know why people rock with LA Knight, but uh it it's either he's if, if the report is that he was in the past he acted away and people don't want to see that happening now especially when he's looking like he may be getting a push or if somebody just doesn't like him I don't know well, it it's weird too because usually these reports
5: are they come out about younger wrestlers. Mm, right. La Knight's been in the business for a minute, so it's not like he doesn't understand that that's part of the game, and uh, and you know maybe he doesn't want to play it. I, I I don't know, but I, I did want to get to this because Brian, you were talking about something before we started the mm-hmm. show. You had a, you had a fantastic La Knight sentence, but I, I want you to repeat <laughs> it verbatim
0: I, I, uh, for the people look, right. Now. I don't hate La Knight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to know, and I want the people to know, and this will probably blow up the Wednesday World Wide Hotline, why does everybody, uh-huh. like, love him so much? And when did everybody get to the point that they are putting him on Rock and Austin levels and want to see him as their world champion? Right. I, I, and I know for me, like, okay, another professional wrestler, I, he hasn't necessarily blown me away with the promos. The catchphrase is cool. Right. Bow all me. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. cool to walk yeah. around. I've heard it at the arenas. I've heard it at shows. Everywhere. And again, I don't hate him, but I'm still trying to figure out what is it <laughs> about him that everybody loves? I can you, you tell me that, like, I was there watching the Yes Movement. I saw why people love Daniel Bryan. I saw it. I saw why people was wanting Dean Ambrose to be that breakout member of The Shield. Um, I'm not seeing it with L.A. Knight just yet. I see him being somebody fun to watch on my television. I'm just not seeing why everybody wants him to get pushed to the moon and main event SummerSlam with Roman Reigns.
5: I, I genuinely think it's the catchphrase. Okay. Like, I don't think there's been a catchphrase like this that's caught fire. Right. In, I mean... You guys tell me what's what's the last catchphrase that's really that you just hear being yelled out like that at arenas, right? You're talking about you heard, you know, you heard that it was being yelled at 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 ROH Mm -hmm. shows. It's being yelled at at house shows, you know, uh, Raws, Smackdowns. Like there's a reason, and and I I literally think it's that it's it's just as simple as that. Where it's again, I can't think of a catchphrase within the last five years. Is
6: it what that's been like that?
5: I mean, what? Yeah, and that was that was it's awesome.
6: Gotta, it's gotta right? be what? It's that's that's the last Yes? I mean people I... Yes, the yes. <laughs> chant. Wait, 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 let, chant, let me right? Let me ask some question CM Punk, was that the last one? Rusev no, Day? Please don't do that. <laughs> Rusev, Rusev Day. Day was great. But see Rusev so Rusev that's the thing.
0: Rusev Day. LA Night right now. Uh-huh. If Triple H and Stephanie McMahon was to come out and cut that promo that they cut when the people were clamoring for Daniel Bryan during the yes movement yeah. and said, why should uh-huh. we listen to you? Remember duh, 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 the fandangos and they started.
6: Uh,
0: yeah. LA yeah. Knight would fall into that category for me. Fan- I just you need You say to, he's Santino hmm. Morella? I need to see how long this goes. <laughs> but I think I'll say this. What they're doing in a great job is keeping him away because I think, like, if you give... If he would have won money in the bank, he cash in, then what?
6: Yeah.
5: You
0: know what I mean? So... Right, right. And this is not... Or if he had this U.S. title opportunity. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah that's a but fit. maybe it's the done-by-design. Let's see how bad you really want it. Now, the difference with L.A. Knight versus everybody else is the merch sales. So I get it. I'm just trying to understand, is L.A. Knight the person that you're telling your friends who do not watch wrestling, turn on Friday night SmackDown to see. We was doing that with Daniel Bryan. We're doing that with Roman Reigns. We was doing that with Rock and Austin. Are you doing that with LA Night? Wow.
6: That's amazing.
0: I'm, I'm not. I, I'm I'll not. just tell you this. I saw a guy at
5: Disneyland a couple of weeks ago with an LA Night mm. shirt, and I yelled yeah at him, and he yelled yeah back. And that was the most. And that was it. we were just out in the wild, just two <laughs> two grown men yelling yeah at each other for uh, for no apparent reason. But it's got to be yeah.
6: It's got. It has to be the catchphrase. Mm. I, Dude's like doing stuff like the, that. I don't know.
5: You just The listeners haven't. If the less, if listeners have another idea, let us know because we're genuinely curious. You know, to to figure it
6: out. It has to be the catchphrase. I don't. It it can't be. People like doing that stuff. Mm Hmm.
5: Yeah, they like repetition. They like to know what they're gonna get from you know from their professional wrestlers at least on the mic from time to time, and just something that they can go back to. You know. So, anyway, last one here on high spot headlines: the SummerSlam card is considered quote full. With currently nine matches. So, Cal, you were doing some research before we hopped on. <laughs> There's only six right. listed on the SummerSlam Wikipedia, right? What, what do you have? Can you read that out for us?
6: All right. Uh, currently, I'm going to read these in order from the SummerSlam 2023 Wikipedia. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar in a singles match. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight title a triple threat for the WWE women's title between Asuka, Charlotte Mm -hmm. Flair, and Bianca Belair, Uh, tribal combat for the undisputed WWE Universal title, and recognition of tribal chief, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, uh, Ricochet versus Logan Paul, and Gunther defending the WWE Intercontinental title versus Drew McIntyre. That's all they've got listed so far.
5: On Wikipedia, and apparently the other three matches are, or at least when it's official, will be Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. I know that's not official official yet, but it seems to be headed that way. Right. And then additionally, likely going to be uh Rhea Ripley and Raquel uh, for the world, women's world heavyweight title, mm-hmm. as well as uh Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. So that is the nine match card that is you know reportedly set for SummerSlam and I don't know I was how do you guys feel about this card overall I, I'm just my my initial instinct was okay Roman J really into that and you know Seth Finn after that kind of a shoulder really? shrug is where I'm at <laughs> yeah I don't know maybe I'm just Maybe I need to, to dive more into the rest of these stories, but I kind of shoulder shrugged.
6: Okay. Damn.
0: That was a big fight feel. A um, l- lot of rematches, but I feel like a lot of rematches. it's going to be the payoff to a lot of stories. But I also do think, like, for instance, Finn and Seth Rollins, seeing Finn, uh, Seth Rollins come out there and say, look, your buddy Damien, he's going to cash in on you and stuff like that. I think that starts a new story between them two. Uh, last year with SummerSlam, right. we definitely saw a lot of returns. Um, it was the first one of the Triple H era, mm-hmm. so we call this like the anniversary, the cap, the full year. Um, uh, the women's stories, I'm really into, but I'm finally getting the dream match of Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. I think with them, uh, what's so fun is we're seeing Ronda have to go to another level and we know they're best friends, so Shayna's right. going to take her there. Uh, even with Charlotte, Bianca, and Asuka, personally, I would have rather Wait to see Bianca and Charlotte in the ring together at WrestleMania, but it makes sense. Still got EO with the briefcase cashing in. So uh possibly cashing in. But I think overall this SummerSlam card feels like it kind of feels old school, right? Where WrestleMania was the beginning or, or sometimes like your payoffs, but then you either get new feuds or you get like some rematches or stuff. I kind of feel the same way. Uh, and, you know, just seeing Seth Brown's position, uh, seeing Ricochet and Logan Paul ready to go out there and essentially steal the show. So I think this SummerSlam card is solid. Uh, I'm excited for it. Cal,
6: what's your temperature?
0: I
5: mean,
6: I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of like half and half. I uh, like I'm I thought I'm not hyped for Cody Brock at all. That's been a thing that we've been watching for a bit, and uh, is, this is this the rubber match? Yeah,
4: yeah, this is, one this is, one,
6: the yeah. Third, yeah, Brock it's, Cody three. I'm, I, 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 I'm not hyped for that. Um, Seth and Finn is cool, but that's cool because I think, like Brian said, because of that Judgment Day element, which it would it would be ill to see a cash in either totally change the ending of that match or, you know, turn that into something else. Um, but I again, Seth versus Finn it doesn't really like, I'm not, I'm not crazy hyped for just that pairing right there. No, and, and I know it's gonna be a bang of a match, but I'm just not like, I'm not that invested for those two wrestling on the on its own. Um the triple threat, I'm I'm always down to see Bianca. I'm actually kind of upset because we've not seen Bianca be able to wrestle as much since she, you know, hasn't been the champion. But uh I, I I I I'm not the biggest fan of this being turned into a triple threat. I get it. I get it. You don't want to waste the matchups, but uh I she lost that title, and I feel like there's still some there was still more juice in that storyline between the two of them, in my opinion. Um but I understand what's going on. And it's still gonna be a dope match. I'm like I'm not. I, Ricochet and Logan Paul is going to have moments, but yeah, that's going to have moments. But the, I'm, I'm, not I'm glad over. Ricochet's going to get it shine That's though. what I'm most That's he's getting. Like, the like biggest singles that's match the, at Summerslam. Yeah. The big if 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 him being able to get that moment has to be with Logan Paul. I'm watching the show. I I understand that. I uh, I just know it's it's going to be another Logan Paul match. They're going to have great moments, and then Logan Paul's going to go away for a bit. Um Guther and Drew Drew is going to be a banger. Roman and Jay's going to be a banger. Um I don't know. We we talked about those nine matches. I they better have the Liv Morgan. I understand. You got to do what you got to do. Y- y'all put Y'all put Jersey out like that. They better have Rhea <laughs> and Raquel at that Summerslam. That match. That's that's the only thing that I feel like they've actually been forming for for Rhea right now right. in terms of like an actual story. So that needs to happen. Um, I'm not R- Ronda, Shana. I'm good. I I I'm good. I I could care less. Um, and what was the other match? What was the other match that may Baby happening? Uh, Becky Trish. Yeah, I'm good. There, yeah, there's a lot. I, I'm, I'm kinda, oh, if, if that's the nine, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like 65, 70%. It. I, <laughs> I'm kind of okay. like 65, 70%. into there, There's some matches that are going to be dope, but and, and old school is the right thing. And some, I've been to some old school. I've been to a old school SummerSlam um, at this point. And uh, yeah, there, there's some filler. No disrespect, but there, there's some it's it's not every everything isn't as hyped for me. Mm-hmm. But the things that I, I am hyped for, I'm like over hyped for. Like I really want to see Roman and Jay, you know, get this final battle on at at at, at SummerSlam. Like stuff like that kind of trumps a lot of the stuff that I'm kind of lukewarm on right now, if I'm being real.
5: It's a lot of singles matches. There's,
6: a lot. There's literally no there's literally no tag
5: matches on this card and obviously you know ko is hurt so the uh the tag titles can't be put Ugh. on the line um it's again i, I think that it being old school uh, brian might have talked me into it into it from that perspective though where we're just gonna see a lot of good wrestling um on this card where you know last year we had you know pat mcafee and, and corbin with all these things that kind of drew us to it and, and Actual a couple stories to sprinkle it in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe this is them just, you know, and Logan Paul also was uh on the card
6: with with the Miz. Um so, what was what was the main event of last year, SummerSlam? I don't remember. Uh it was Roman Brock. That's right, what that's uh, when they lifted up the, the mm-hmm. ring. The ring. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I I hope we I hope we get some moments
5: because that was a
0: moment.
6: Yeah.
5: I yeah I I do think that there's gonna be some moments and some returns. That's what I was gonna say about Cody um, Brock. I that, think
0: they'll give us a moment.
4: Yeah, they better. I mean,
5: hopefully, they they need to uh, because I, I'm I'm open to that match solely from the Cody aspect mm-hmm. of it. Um, I've yeah I've I've made my Brock stance very very clear uh, to everyone who will listen. <laughs> but the, uh, if, if I'm good, it'll uh. That that's where I'm that's where I'm standing at. On
6: get 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 Cody get Cody fighting for a title already. Like what do we do? It's it's, it's SummerSlams. Like we he he gonna be he gonna be a champion from October to December. Come on, man. What what are we doing here? He <laughs> no, I mean no no disrespect to Drew because I know Drew's coming back. Drew's trying to do his thing, but like I figured we would have been on the co- my my theories from back months 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 ago. I would have had Cody Gunther. At SummerSlams or something like that. Like just just something to put him in a title picture. Because if if we're talking Philly, if some people are thinking Cody Roman in Philly for the world title, mm. has this been a... since since WrestleMania? What has Cody been doing world title run worthy?
0: Getting beat up by Brock. It's getting his, be this getting this his is arm what they're broken. gonna
5: run in the This is what they're gonna run in that uh that promo package for, for when it's him, Roman, at WrestleMania 40. So just prepare yourselves, everyone.
6: Uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm ready for that. Gosh.
5: Ah! There it is. You heard the drop. It's time. They said what? The three of us have listened to the Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well. Because you're already subscribed to our wonderful feed here on The Ringer Wrestling Show. But we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time. We're going to respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Gregor Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What, we're once again going with a man fresh off his Mage of a Honeymoon, the Forever. 24 7 champion Peter Rosenberg Hollywood play the clip
6: you overrated Adam Cole the first time around that's how I feel when people like you and SGG and many others were talking about Adam Cole and the undisputed era being like the four horsemen you guys were the ones tripping in my opinion
5: man I didn't realize Rosenberg was so anti-Cole.
6: No, thank thank you, Rosenberg. Thank thank you, Rosenberg. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I'm glad somebody's finally you know just coming out and saying it. I'm I'm, I'm I, I love it. I love it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Cal, you're you're in on this. You're it's, siding with Rosenberg? What are we saying? I mean, what what is it about him that makes him on that level? Like, what what is I'm it a, about? What is? I it? love Cole. I love Cole. I love.
5: He's got. The mic Boom. work is fantastic. The in ring work is—I mean, he's charismatic as shit. Mm-hmm. The in ring work is fantastic. He's—he's a—he's a shorter dude, so maybe that's why I root for him because I'm like—I—I I, I was telling Brian this. I stood across the hall from him at Wally Mania. I think we were eye to eye, and I was like, "Whoa, this is weird." And—and <laughs> uh, and I'm the shortest dude on the team, so it was—it um, was this really eye opening thing where I was like, "I like him even more." That should have been the—you know peel the curtain back where and you know you kind of see the, the the Wizard of Oz is really just the guy with a microphone. But right. it made me like Cole even more. And again, he can just... There's something about his style in the ring that I just am drawn to. I think his moveset is something that I really really enjoy. Um, and I, I just think, again, if eventually I'm guessing him and MJF is going to turn into some feud for the world title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he wins the world yeah. title, all in. I'm all
6: in. No no pun intended. No pun intended. I've got Cole goggles on right now. I, well, no, I, I agree. I, I think, (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I, I agree that Adam, people are going to go nuts if Adam Cole not only fights MJF for the world title, but defeats him for that AEW world title. Um, but i still like i still don't i don't want to say he just looks like an indie dude i've seen his nxc stuff but i just i never really sat there and was a the undisputed era guy I was never really like adam cole where i i was applaud i stood up and applauded when when keith lee knocked my, knocked him down like there's certain things about adam <laughs> cole that are kind of just not for me like a part of it is i've I am old enough to have seen no disrespect. I'm old enough to have seen Shawn Michaels go from a rocker to an intercontinental champion to a world champion. And I'm not saying it's a carbon copy, but like, I I'm not seeing a lot of stuff that's like, Oh, I need to pay attention to that person. Cause that person has stuff that I've not seen before. I've seen a lot of this stuff before. It's just like different moves, Canadian destroyers and all this other stuff. Like I get it. I get it. It's just, it, he may just not be for me. And I know that there are other people that are, and I enjoy that other stuff. But uh, as a world, when I think of a world champion, I'm just, just different Drew McIntyre's and, and, and Gunther's and people, you know, Cody Rhodes to a certain extent, I could see him holding that title before I could see an Adam Cole being that guy. It's just me.
5: Sure. And I get that. Although, I, 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 Brian, mm-hmm. wh- where are you on this? You you, you produced this episode yeah. of Pete. <laughs> I just want to know what your facial expression was when when Peter dropped Good this, this scorching hot take, in my head. It opinion. was,
0: um, I was like, okay, you know, and I'm like backstage and listening, and, you know, he's going through the mailbag. So I've always been an Adam Cole fan, you know, being... In Baltimore, I watched him come up through a lot of the local ties, and he was former MCW Shane Shamrock Cup winner, uh, which is kind of like a thing that's like you're up next. Like, Leo Rush was a winner. Um, Right. mm -hmm. I think Matt Hardy. I know Luke Hawks, who's uh, Shout out to him. He's a character in heels. Um, But and watching his Ring of Honor stuff and watching him win the world title there, I always looked at Adam Cole as like, kind of like another Seth Rollins or Bret Hart. I always felt that he could be somebody who's really good, but you really put the machine behind him. I always felt that, like, if he just stayed in WWE, he would have been an intercontinental champion and, um, you know, feuding with Austin Theory and perhaps Seth Rollins down the line. I just feel that with the way he's booked in AEW, he, it's harder to prove uh, Cal and Rosenberg wrong because he, yeah, that's yeah, a fair he point. looks like an yeah. independent wrestler who's going to be a world champion. Who's going to go and continue my point of their champions do not look like they're on the same level <laughs> as Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, um, because of the way they're booked. Not necessarily because who is the title holder, but right. I think if he was in WWE, he would have that little bit of juice, that finishing school, the production and everything, mm-hmm. and I do think he's going to be a big star. He'll be more like the, he could be more like the Bret Hart that's more in the sense of relatable as opposed to larger than life, but your relatable world champion, like if you look at, like I said, I've been watching a lot of documentaries and stuff, you look at like Bret Hart, 93, 94, 95, he felt like, okay, this is the guy who's our champion, who's representing for all of us. Right, right.
5: Yeah, and I so I think for me the reason why I also am just kind of a huge Cole fan is, first of all, another catchphrase guy. Great catchphrase, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, baby. Who's not, who's not yelling that? Right. If you're in me, I'm yelling it at me.
6: home. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I don't if, if go boom, Adam Cole, baby. None of that. not Come on, imagine him with Kevin I don't do, Dunn's I don't production. Do the,
5: I don't do the boom. I do the baby every single.
0: Time. Oh yeah, you are in the bay. It's great.
5: Yeah, exactly. It's, I feel like he's shouting this out. It's, you know what I mean. But also, he's just one of these guys who I feel like can go between a, a face and a heel like pretty seamless. Mm-hmm. He's just believable as each mm-hmm. as each version of that. Because, and again, I every time I have a bias because of someone who's been on up, up, down, down, I will call it out. I'll call myself out. He was a big part of what they were doing. On on up at up up down mm-hmm. down right. He's part of the party right. with mm-hmm. with Austin Creed, Claudio, and 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 Tyler Breeze. So uh, I just watched I, I get this. I guess I get to see. I've seen too much of that side of Adam Cole, the non wrestler, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to to not like him at this point. But even now, where um, I, I believe it was on CP where they were talking about this, where you know everyone assumes in this pairing between MJF and Cole that. MJF is going to be the one to turn mm-hmm. on, them, right? He's going to be the one to, you know, cost them the, the tag titles or whatever. It could be Cole. It could you know, be Cole. He's, 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 could he's be literally cold. turned on everyone uh, that he's been in a faction with or in a partnership with.
6: And that's, I think the
5: unpredictability of that is, is
6: but wait, fantastic. But wait, because I think you're right. Because I was gonna say, I think you know, you guys bring up a good point. He he can play face. He can h- play heel. I think Adam Cole's a better heel, but MJF sure. is MJF's the devil. He told you not to trust him. I don't care what's happening. Right, MJF is gonna be the uh, he he has to be the one because he ain't the baby face. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole can win that title, be the baby face, and then you know heal out on whoever. Uh, I don't I don't know I don't know. the other thing is I don't know if I'm as excited for Adam Cole's again we talk about like you know LA Knight getting the briefcase and what's next. What's next for Adam Cole is going to be a bunch of really good matches but I don't know what those sto- I don't know if those storylines are going to be uh as hard hitting as some of the other stuff you could potentially see in AEW. Really? Um in the in the, who 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 do I want to see Adam Cole wrestle? That's right not
0: now? fair. You're saying, who do you want to see him? You don't
6: like him. Who do I want to see him wrestle right now? <laughs> the pillars, all of them. He can go through all the pillars. Uh, there's a couple pillars I wouldn't want to see that match. But but you
0: imagine, I, could, okay, him and Moxley. You imagine, Mo- okay, Aheel Moxley's going to beat him up and he's going to make him bleed, and Adam Cole's going to sell Oh
6: no, it. I know. Oh no, oh no, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, and the cameraman's going to never. Mind, I'm not going. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But what I'm what I'm saying is. I think some some of these matches that I I feel like I don't I don't really want to like him and Kenny Omega at this point I don't want to see that match. Really? And again, I know really? it's some, why would I need to? Why don't you want to see? I've it? seen two fantastic workers. I've seen Kenny and <laughs> Will Ospreay. He's going, he's going to deliver more than Will That's Ospreay did in those matches. He's going to have to I as mean, a world champion, but will he? That's well, so I don't know if I see. That. So that may, if that's the case, all right. With that, that that's. I want to see. I want to see elevation. That's good though, but then if you of course say
0: Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, who else can move live up to that level? Like who else would you want to see Kenny Omega wrestle?
6: Know. Huh? Somebody in Japan? Because
0: that's that, that's basically saying <laughs> that's basically <laughs> saying I don't need no. to see Kenny Omega wrestle no more to see them
6: wrestle the best. No, 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 no. Because he, he's not going to st- he's not going to stop pursuing those dope matches. He's, he's still going to bring in Vikingos and all these people when he wants to. I think m- what I'm more saying is, at this point, mm-hmm. if if the pillars are the next crop of people that for MJF or Adam Cole, mm-hmm. there's some time that's going to need to be given to the Jack Perry in like six or seven months when he when he really gets into this heel. And gets all that grit on him, and learns how to talk more, and is real, just like the bastard. Mm. I show me that. Give me the bastard Pac. Cool. pop. Oh, that'd be nice. I, I think you. I like. Pac. I think I, you have good matches. I like. I like pop. I, I like pop matches. I, I. I would if you're going to do something like that, just give me Penta. You know what I mean? Like there's people that I'm saying there's people that are there that can do that stuff right now, but they're not in that mix at all. I think with Adam Cole, I have, you get a lot of sports
0: entertainment. That's why I will always say, and, and it's not fair for me to say this. I'm saying this as just a fan, not somebody telling mm-hmm. somebody what they should have done with their career. But as a fan, I feel like he set himself back by going to AEW. I feel if he could have weathered whatever storm that was running through WWE at the time, I think he would be right, right. where LA Knight is and people would be saying bay bay over yeah. And there's no just dist- bay, bay does- or they would be saying it on different bay, shows, bay. but I think he would be cuz we never got to see him on the main roster. And he's right. a Triple H guy. And you know, I don't like to always get into the booking and stuff of Vince versus Triple H, but he was a Triple H guy anytime they bring you in in a high spot you basically attack Drew McIntyre the night he wins the title finally <laughs> and then you right. know you're going to have an incredible NXT championship run i'm just thinking like imagine him and Seth Rollins putting on banger matches him getting those that high quality production the the fanfare you know he would have been a heartthrob you know you don't hear like women are going crazy right now over um, Roman Reigns and Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso, Adam Cole would have been right. the same way. The women were going crazy with right. Shawn Michaels back in the day. They would have been doing that over I Adam see Cole.
6: One hundred percent. You you, but you think, but you don't think he would have been past the Intercontinental Mid Card level. He would have won it. I think he would have
0: eventually gotten. He would have been in that World Heavyweight
6: Title mix with you know Judgment Day and yeah, you know. But that that because that's the fun because because like you said earlier. You look at that AEW title on par with the NXT title. Like, this is this is what you said. Yeah. The the, the way
0: it's being booked right now, absolutely. Like, when Omega it's, had that, that title, when Moxley had that title, I did feel it was even with the world title. I could see, like, I, I saw this graphic of what should have been the invasion. And it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if y'all seen it on Twitter, but it was like Rock, Triple H, Austin, Undertaker, Kane versus... Hogan, Hall, Nash, Goldberg, and Sting, right? so right. instead, we got the other invasion. That's the way I would see a e w right now with their world championship
6: right and and you see Adam Cole like winning that title very soon, and he's
0: still because the way his book he would still not be on the level of Seth Rollins um I th- that's.
6: This is why Rosenberg is right. But this is the, but, because uh, even, even, even you don't, <laughs> e- in, in your if, argument, you AW, don't see man? Adam Cole as a WWE world champion. At best, you see him as a very hard workhorse intercontinental <laughs> title list in, in the WWE. That's all I'm saying. Like, the, no, because I'm telling you this, what do you think Vince McMahon looks at Adam Cole as? Because that's really going to be the one. If he had Adam Cole on that roster mm-hmm. and was like, damn. Going up against Drews and going against Gunthers at this point, it's it's not a one to one. Would he be ha- how high above the Johnny Gargano level on WWE right now would Adam Cole be? Because at a certain point, there's got to be one person that's got to be that guy mm-hmm. who's not doing what everybody thinks they can be doing, despite their what they did two years ago in in developmental quote unquote, and you know the potential of what they could do now. Yeah, I mean,
5: Vince probably would have messed it up. I mean, I I think Vince wasn't a cold guy, which is why he didn't get that call-up, right? That's why he left. The entirety that he was here, and that's why he left. So, I mean, now that Vince is back in the fold, but I think with Triple H, you know, sort of at the helm, he definitely would have had a better career. I mean, just at least some sort of resurgence. Bingo. Right, like, obviously, when around that time, When he was making that decision to go to AW or not, Vince was Mm. still, you know, running things. The I I feel like there would have been a resurgence. I mean, Ricochet is experiencing that now, right? Even so, to a much lesser degree, Mm. obviously, Um, but also, you know, I think Triple H just knows how to use these NXT guys Mm. more, right? um, And just kind of put them in better positions to succeed. I mean, look, Keith Lee just didn't work out. For because Vince just kept juggling with that, that he, shit, right? He, he, Where was he just, beat to the Adam point.
6: Cole for that title, though. Like, th- I'm just saying, like, think just think of the the, the the crop of people that he's in. I don't know if it's timing. I don't know if it's his size. I don't know. What I don't know if it's because it like me. I've seen a lot of this before. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's he's not the guy for everybody, but I can see why he may not be the guy for certain people.
5: Sure, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. All right. That might be the most you've ever disagreed on the show. I think I we, love uh, it. I, I love it. I think we're gonna we're gonna take a quick
1: break and have a group hug. So we'll be right back. <laughs> right for this. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This
2: episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles
4: because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance
2: Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details.
5: We are back. Uh, so, look, here's the deal: we got a bunch of great voicemails on the Wednesday Worldwide Hotline that we're devoting an entire segment right here to responding to a few of the ones that that really stood out. So, and with that being said, keep them coming, um, Brian H. Let us know who called in on this first one and play the. All clip.
0: right. So for the first one, we are going to Virginia and we're going to Robert. Here is what he had to say.
3: What's up Wednesday Worldwide? This is Robert coming to you live from Reston, Virginia. Shout out to Brian Hollywood Waters. My hot take is even though it's been around for over four years now, the AEW Women's Division is garbage! They still haven't done anything to really spruce it up. They had Paige come back. They had Dr. Britt Baker has truly broken her back trying to carry carry this whole thing. I know I I like in theory all of the women wrestlers, but it just is not hitting. It's not hitting the way it's supposed to. And I want to know what you guys think is, would be a great way to make this happen. Here's my thought. Let Jade Cargill run wild. Bring her back and have her go for the big one. Have her take out Tony Storm and sit on top like Goro. Who gonna stop me now? That is my hot take. Thank you guys for all the work you do and hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks. Later. Rescue Brett.
5: Shester, oh Shester oh my god
6: Robert. that was
5: that was that's a that's a hall of fame voicemail right yeah there. he said garbage uh, the way he said garbage is that will haunt me in my dreams forever um I wow so,
6: he said some things I don't
5: even know where he said a lot of things he said he a said, lot of th- a lot of great things hilarious things I'm still hmm. laughing at this uh Cal, I'll throw it to you. What is your initial response to uh to to Robert's take there?
6: Well, I I like that he's I like that he mentioned Jade Cargill. Um I think yeah. I it, it, offline, other chats ago, a couple weeks ago, having a conversation with some folks about uh what's going on with Jade in particular, and it's interesting to like nobody really knows. Like there's there's talk that she's, you know, a, on on leave. I don't know if there's any thought of when she may be coming back, but she's busy. She's got businesses. She's doing her thing right now. Um, she had it was fifty. It was fifty. and know what was the final tally that she had? Yeah, it was fifty and 0 and, and then she ended up she losing was she the same night. She was fifty and oh and then ended up losing the TBS championship. And I think for those fifty, uh those 50 matches a number of them the match may have gotten announced the day before or you, the, the night of somebody was just oh Jay's wrestling again there was ne- it never really felt like there was any type of story being built with her other than she keeps winning matches and that was just to put up a banner on the thing and, and like a lot of these things in pro wrestling you have these streaks that go on and on and they have to break at some point but if there's no thing that's going to like really be devastating and break that streak, what did we do all of this for? And that makes people wonder, why was Jade over here wrestling for a title that the matches aren't getting really built up for? While there's a, another division of women over here wrestling and doing things together, and they don't really seem like they even know that the other exists. The thought that many people had was that Jade was going to make that jump then. You know what I mean? I lost that maybe now for people because there are a contingent of people who think that Jade can't do it. I don't know. I don't know what and I'm not really concerned with that. I think the only way to know if she can do it is if she's doing it consistently. And I think that's probably my biggest problem with the AEW women's division in general is it felt very start-stop-ish or it just felt like there were times where matches were put on shows just because we had to have a women's match on the show. But it the through lines aren't really there. The through line for Athena and Willow Nightingale was kind of Oh, well, this is the it'd be cool if they had three matches. That's what Tony Khan said during the media scrum. Said after their first match on Honor Club, they had a great match. I thought it'd be cool to have a trilogy. But that's it. Like it's just we're having them wrestle three times. It's not what what's the motivation for Willow to try and take out Athena? Uh, other than I want to have that title as well. It, it's There's not been much invested. So it's really hard for people, I think, to get invested. And it's not just AEW. I think you can see slithers of this in WWE. You can see slithers of it in other um, federations over the years. You know, Realistically, if the time isn't being put in by the people who are trying to put on the product, you can't then have the fans suddenly go up when you put on, when you try and have these moments and they're great moments and there's a lot of great wrestling that's going on, but, um, there's, there's, I needless to say, I think there's a lot that isn't being done in that division to make it. What rise to the potential, I think it, it is there and it really could be.
5: Brian, what is your current feel? on the AW women's division uh, in response to kind of what Robert said there?
0: I mean, he's not wrong. The only thing he's wrong is uh, that uh, I'm not from the DMV. I'm from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all love. It's all love.
5: Show some respect. Facts, that's a, that's facts. a Hollywood move right there. <laughs> facts. That's a Hollywood, that's Hollywood move Hollywood right, right
0: there. DMV will always remind us Baltimore is not a part until, you know, we do something special. But, um... Right. Damn. You Damn. know, the thing is I've always said this about AEW's women's division. They have the talent. I mean, you look at their roster. It is so many talented women over there. They just don't have the machine behind them. You know, we saw the machine behind Britt Baker when her and Thunder Rosa was putting on matches. Um, Nala Rose, it was more like a feel-good moment. But then afterwards, right. we didn't really get no storylines. We could get heavily invested. I thought her and Jay right. Cargill's story was something that made me think, wait, Nala can beat Jay for this title. But then it felt like
6: And that was fun yeah, too. It was a lot of fun, bingo. too.
0: Bingo. And then it felt like, all right, now that's over. Now what? And that's the thing. And so I feel like the division has so much potential. Sometimes I get sad when I see some of my favorite women's wrestlers have signed with AEW and they get that all elite sticker because I'm watching NXT every Wednesday. I'm watching NXT Mm -hmm. every Tuesday and I'm seeing these Mm -hmm. ladies cook. I'm seeing them go out Mm -hmm. there, have stories that I'm attached to. Rhea Ripley uh, put on a match and then, you know, for her to be the world champion to go to NXT, that's a big deal, you know? So I just feel that they could be doing a lot better, but it starts with having real stories. I want to see Chris Statlander do something with the title. Jade, for all intents and purposes, 50 wins is 50 wins. We didn't like a lot mm-hmm. of the way she was being booked, but it's still, that title was on The Breakfast Club. That title was all yes. over the yes. place. I don't need to see it fall down the wayside because right now it's looking like when Ronda Rousey was the UFC women's champion and then she lost to the Holly Holm and it didn't feel like it had no prestige anymore.
4: Mm.
5: Right. I mean, one of my things with the AEW Women's Division, too, is, is it's, it's, it's this top-down effect where I feel like it's... So, look, th- there have been eight champions, mm-hmm. right? Tony Storm being a two-time champion. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at it, it's, uh, and this is in order. So it's Riho, Nala Rose, Hikaru Shida, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter, and then Tony Storm again of those eight title reigns which one to you guys is the most memorable where you were like oh that's a that was a great reign right yeah. or or how many of them i guess is the better question
4: I mean, cuz to
5: me the brit the brit yeah. uh reign was fantastic mm-hmm. you know she she had it for it according to wikipedia 290 days great stretch um but other than that are, are they are they batting 1 for 8 in terms of memorable
6: Damn, title? Memorable runs? maybe because of the women's title I, it, the thing it's it was never like uh until I think until Britt had the title and not it, not saying it was like an also ran but like they didn't put the emphasis on the rain like they did when you know like like, like we've been saying you know throughout the show when the batteries in in the back of that performer mm-hmm. um they brit was the one blowing up they were blowing up the magazine covers and and all that stuff having the big uh moments with her and having those cage matches and all that stuff for these titles during these feuds and whatnot but yeah Outside of those, the Tony Storm one was interesting because she was a—I think it was the interim champion—and and, and she, mm-hmm. it was a time when she had to put kind of put that on her back after Thunder Rosa was was injured. But uh, no, I don't think they've had the, they've had good again. They've had banger matches, but the the time really spent mm-hmm. making those matches matter doesn't feel like it's been put in compared to. I remember the the. Seven or the best of seven trios storyline, way more mm-hmm. than I do some of these mm-hmm. uh women's title rings. Which uh, and and what are the trios titles doing now?
0: Bingo. You know, right?
6: Then they missed that right. moment when they first introduced
0: the title with Nyla Rose mm-hmm. in Washington DC. The crowd was hot for it, that was the first AEW Dynamite. And I and I can speak, mm-hmm. I was there, I everybody just like okay, Nyla's gonna win and it's gonna be the big pop. And they went with Rio. And I thought yeah. then I said, okay, let's see where this division is
6: it's going. Hmm.
0: With yeah. this ti- remember that tiny belt? Yes. It
6: was a, it was a little it was belt. disrespectful.
5: Disrespectful. Thank God they redid mm-hmm. it. But yeah. that belt was. It was yeah, Oh my a, lord. How do you give them a belt? The, I mean, the, the, the men's belt was they, they knocked it out of the park from, yeah. from day one. Yeah. <laughs> the women's belt. Jeez, mm-hmm. that was uh that was a brutal debut. All right, we've we've got more voicemails. Uh Watch Hollywood, out. Let us know who called and fired up.
0: Shiki from Nigeria hi guys uh my name's Shiki from Nigeria um love you guys um, so my health take is about uh Sam Keo. I just found myself getting really really tired when i um when they come on my
3: t v because yeah' just this it's Monday's repetitive at this point, so I don't know what do you guys think.
6: Oh, shaky! What? Shouts out to okay.
5: Nigeria. first of all, Nigeria. We're Niger- now truly worldwide. Oh. Cal, please hit it. Worldwide. That's for shaky. Thank you. Um, that's that's yes. We, we, we love you too. Um, that I know Brian has some thoughts on this <laughs> uh, because he <laughs> because he had he had this look on his face that uh, that I would love
0: to, to to know more about Brian. So. Y'all yeah, remember when we was all together, night one, WrestleMania, and I was mm-hmm. upset mm-hmm. because Usos lost the tag titles. I
6: remember. Do y'all oh, yeah. see
0: why now?
6: Yeah. No, yeah, I'm with you. I'm 100% with, with titles. Titles. I'm 100% with you. I'm 100% with you. Talk about it. It's boring.
0: Okay, I'll let, I'll let you finish. It, it, it's
5: boring. It. you finished? Go you
0: ahead. You know, when you take Sami Zayn, Away from the bloodline. Okay, he can survive doing other stuff. But, you know, the term good friends, better enemies. Yes, it was used right. as a tagline for Shawn Michaels and Diesel back in 95. But it's better used, Tough. excuse me, 96. It's better used Tough. for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Because when they come on the screen, they're going to go out there, they're going to cut a promo, and then they're going to beat somebody up. I am over it. Mm-hmm. I am ready for new tag team champions. <laughs> and I want to see them doing what they do best. Let's fight each other.
6: Facts. Oh, facts.
5: I don't know if I'm in on them fighting each other again. I think
6: I'm bored of nah. that. Really? What, what, d- okay. D- all right. All right. Yeah. See, th- This is th- this is what I, I don't remember when I... I, we, I feel like we had this conversation. <laughs> I had this conversation with somebody on the way night two or on the way to SoFi night two we may have been in the car on the way there because mm-hmm. people oh well why why? because I, I was the same way but it wasn't because like I know Brian is 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 diehard bloodline <laughs> I just I, I my stance has been the, what the Usos have done for the tag team division just in terms of putting that stamp on making sure you knew that they were Mm -hmm. the truth when it came to tag team wrestling to the point where those debates, when those lists come out and they're like listed number three or whatever, whatever the situation was, it's, it, there's, there's conversation as to why, 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 why would you want to do that based off of what they've been doing? And I understood for this story why they wanted to have the Usos lose because I saw that pop. We mm-hmm. all saw that pop night one and that pop was phenomenal. But at that point, I said, "We, th- there's a time limit on this because at some point, <laughs>
4: yep.
6: Sammy's going to bump into Kevin Owens. The camera's going to linger on Kevin Owens a little bit. He's like, Really hit me. Because he don't want to do this. He wants to be wrestling Roman Reigns. That's just what this is. He was doing it before all this bloodline stuff. He was in the trenches getting handcuffed to scaffolding and whatnot and trying what a what a terrible situation that was. But at <laughs> at some point, I knew that Ko and and Sammy were going to break up. I I hate that it has. There's some injury situation going on right now because that it further impacts. yeah. We're, we're not. We don't even know what it. It would be great if there was a pretty deadly or somebody you know vying for the tag titles at SummerSlam that could then take the titles and actually help you know, put the street profits and these other people on. But right now we've got a, 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 a pair of, I, I hate to say it, a pair of singles wrestlers holding one of the most prestigious tag team titles in the world. And they can't even wrestle at the SummerSlam when Uso's could, You could have had Jay Uso walking in, holding two belts with people thinking, damn, he about to add mm-hmm. two more belts to his, to his person. Like the, the, I don't Primark. know, man. In I, fact, because <laughs> he does have a, a, a the conjoined one, whatever you want to call it, but uh, it's right. one of those things where I, what Ronda was talking about when they were tag team champions, I felt like that when the Usos lost those titles because you, you, you it, it, it stops the momentum of the great stuff that they're doing. They could have passed those belts on to another tag team at this point, and. Been that that stuff in SmackDown being the home of Street Profits and Pretty Deadly and all these other people having these dope tag team matches, you could foster something. And then when you know Jey Uso loses the Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, you could then have the Usos come back and they could be all in the mix. Like there's something there that's lost when you've got Sammy and KO holding the titles especially for this long, in my opinion.
5: It's definitely been the booking, I feel like, that has not been great with them. And 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 to your point, Cal, I mean, apparently KO's been working with this broken rib or whatever situation for, you know, a while. That's so so it, it, it it's might have been limiting to what they could do because are right. right, they haven't defended the title as much as they probably should have to kind of mm-hmm. legitimize them as more of a team and not, like you said, two individual wrestlers who just so happened to hold the tag team titles. So, Worth. um, you know, I, I guess we'll see that it, it, it is a bummer to not see the titles being defended on this card. I, 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 I never really understood why they didn't split the tag titles. Uh, right. like they did with the individual, uh, world heavyweight titles, you, you know, to kind of add more spice to each show. It's a good point, but you know, that's neither here nor there at this point, yeah. uh, because of their, you know, it's, it's going to go undefended. It looks like at, at, you know, at SummerSlam, which, right. Again, could have really put some shine on, like you said, the Pretty Deadlys, uh, the the Street Profits. Facts. That I will be raising a red cup to um, in in their absence uh, on this card, apparently. <laughs> but I'm still a big KO Sammy guy, mm-hmm. and I, again, I I think I'm more potentially bored by them feuding again because we we we've seen it as recently as you know War Games, right? Right, and then. Right. Many many times before that, so fight forever. I, man. I, I'm interested to see where this goes, and and I, I, you know I'm I'm as impatient as anyone else, <laughs> but I, this is the part where I'm like I'm, I'm team let it play out
6: for, but, but, for Ko but, and Sammy. Like I think, but I, I'm just saying I think that's the thing. I think the the way they the way they play into it is oh. You bumped into me in the in the room, and they just start hockey fighting, and then it, that tr- that just yeah. happened to roll into the bloodline. Yeah, they got yeah, yeah. the titles, right. and the way to roll it back out is, you know, bump bump into each other, have another hockey fight, and then they dip off.
5: Yeah. I, that's how I thought it's, it was going to be. To to their point, it's it's gotten repetitive in terms of what they're doing, and they, they could you know refreshen that uh, to kind of give them some more juice, uh, but yeah. you know. Without it, who knows where uh, Main Event Jay would be. You know? ah, so good point, good point. I'm with it. All right, uh, a big shout out to Dude. everyone who's left us a voicemail. Indeed. that They said what takes. Well, we can't get to all of them every week, but we'll get to as many as we can. Keep peep the description of this episode for the phone number to call in and drop your take. And we'll do our best to get them on the show. All right, before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's... Very eventful in NXT in tonight's upcoming Dynamite. Let's each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT. And we'll talk about one more in depth. So, Cal, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway?
6: And, um, Brian actually mentioned it earlier, you know, being able to see Rhea Ripley. R- Rhea Ripley having a title match on uh, NXT, or be wrestling on NXT as champion, it reminds me of uh, the old uh, NWA Saturday Nights where randomly, you know, Ric mm. Flair was, if Ric Flair was in town and he's got that big gold belt, he'll mm-hmm. go up there. I'm not saying he's going to beat up a jabroni, no disrespect at all, but, you know, he's going to wrestle somebody who's not currently in the mix for, you know, the the, the world title or whatever, and put on, you know, a, a fairly dope match on TV that you can just, you know, enjoy on a Tuesday night or whatever. I love stuff like that. Right. Ryan, what do you Um ask? Actually,
0: Dana Brooke uh, getting mm. going again. Kendo stick match with... Mm-hmm. Kendo stick yeah, match. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jade. I thought it was uh, I like good. Um, I like the fact that Dana has kind of like hit the reset button uh, for a while there. It yeah. felt like, you know, you see her fans trying to give Dana Brooke a chance and felt like she couldn't really get going. Uh, I was really a huge fan of stuff she was doing with Charlotte Flair. Uh, unfortunately, it led mm. to nothing. But now I'm um, seeing her on um, NXT with uh, Kalani Jordan. I'm just waiting for the turn. I'm seeing a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of Mr. Fuck Wrestling too and Magnum TA right there. <laughs> I like. There that. There
4: we
5: go. I, uh, I had I was really torn mm-hmm. on this. It was either going to be Dom the mm-hmm. Dom Wesley. Uh, Mustafali triple threat being set up at Great American Bash. I think it's going to be things be great. Word. I inevitably settled by this much on the Gable Stevenson Baron Corbin oh, segment. Man. Uh, look, Gable Gable is green as shit on the mic, <laughs> right? Uh, but hey, he's got he's got to do it. We should talk about this. Hey, I think know, we should
6: talk about this. Mm-hmm.
5: But man, that dude, like again, as someone who. I'm like I'm bored of suplex city mm-hmm. uh, with Brock. <laughs> I'm in on a Gable Stevenson suplex, man. No, <laughs> Those it, it, things it, are fantastic.
6: He knows what he's doing. It's it, 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 well because remember we were recently. There's been a lot of conversation about where, where we're going to see him. You know, is he going to? He's going to be tra- training for the Olympics. This, this and then like a couple weeks later, he's he's on TV again, and like, I don't know what I'm going to do, bro. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and and now he's just wrestling on Sunday. <laughs> we'll, we'll, that's we'll see a wild. Him. That's a wild turnaround, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: like I love it. No.
6: I love it, and I love the fact that uh, it's with Corbin. Only because Corbin's one of those guys right now. The way he's been moving, it's been interesting to see him. Uh, kind of, re- it's like he he's talk about hitting the reset, but like he's, it's not been like right now. Like it's been a progression from. You know the the Vegas Strip or whatever, losing all his money to you know <laughs> now, and because he's he doesn't feel like an NXT guy, he feels like a WWE superstar who is doing yeah. the damn thing. And just right now, he's going to try and beat the crap out as many people down here before he makes his way back up up there. I I really like uh, the and the two of them being able to butt heads, and uh, at this moment right now, I think it's a nice pairing. Mm-hmm.
5: Corbin's going to make him look like a freaking star. I'm yeah, saying. indeed. That's just that's just a smart, smart indeed. pairing. All right, looking at tonight's AEW Dynamite, it's the one thing you're looking forward to most. Brian, what do you got?
0: Man. <laughs> now, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what MJF and Adam Cole got to say. Because, <laughs> you know, Adam Cole's a star. Yes. And Bae-bae. I want to hear what he got to say. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Cal, that. what do you have? I knew I'm, you had the same thing, but you can No, no. no. Actually, tonight, <laughs> but because I, I
6: was it was I was kind of torn because John Moxley and the Lucha Bros in a match is is gonna there's something dope's gonna happen, but Orange Cassidy and A.R. Fox for the AEW International Championship. I've not i, I I'm the last dope match I've seen. I just finally watched Athena Willow Nightingale. I feel like this is going to be like the other match that I need to see to really get back cuz I, I I know Adam Cole Bay Bay is going to be on the show and at some point y'all going to get your match, but I have to get my like, you know, real rap in sometimes and AR Fox that's real rap with with Orange Cassidy. That's going to be that's going to be a fun one. That's a fun one.
5: There we go. There we go. I I, I also have Cole,
4: MJF of course. on the mic tonight.
6: We'll be we'll be locked in. Uh, yo, yo. We'll, you two are going to have to sing. We're going to prove you, you wrong, Cal. You two are going to have to get on this podcast and do one of their duets on on the pod, just so I know it's real. <laughs> oh, that,
5: we're going to get we're going to get matching jackets, mm-hmm. just like them too. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic, I'm guys. That is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heats on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle And of course, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on Ringer Wrestling Show Feed. Cal, Ryan, tell the people where they can find you on the socials.
6: Uh, Twitter.com slash Cal. Uh, at Cal on Instagram and threads, I guess. I don't really use threads that much anymore. Um, yeah, wherever Ringer Wrestling is, honestly.
0: And you can find me at Brian H. Waters on all social media platforms, which include TikTok, threads, Spill, Twitter, and yeah, that's about it. Also, make sure you follow Ringer Wrestling at Ringer Wrestling on Instagram, Twitter, in threads, and make sure you follow us on TikTok as well and engage. Send us those videos on TikTok. We'll repost.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you can find me at Cruise Control, that's control with a K. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Reds, uh, and yeah, at Ringer Wrestling. The at Ringer Wrestling, social accounts are uh, are fire. So you should, right. should definitely follow along to what we're doing. Uh, guys, it was great to have the band back together. Big mm-hmm. facts. You know, it was just Big facts. We're, uh, we 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 loved David Shoemaker, you know, guesting. Last week, we appreciate the hell out of them.
6: Indeed, salute. But it's
5: nothing like in the Wednesday Worldwide crew back together, and that's facts. We missed a lot of facts last week. <laughs> it was a uh, which was an absence of facts last week. An, an absence of fa- huge absence. <laughs> so, gentlemen, thank you as always for the grabs chat. Everyone else, we will catch you
6: next week. Worldwide, boom. <laughs> Bam.
1: this episode is brought to you by hotels.com when i went on my last holiday to cape town it was amazing my friends were there the weather was phenomenal and most importantly the food was fantastic but one thing i struggled with was finding the right places to stay ease. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the hotels.com app today.